from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB. Welcome along to WIA National News, this edition for week commencing March 15, 2015. The Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, the ACCC, has revealed that wireless broadband subscriptions here in Australia have fallen 3% despite an increase in usage. The number of mobile phone subscribers remained flat over 2013-14, increasing by less than 1% during the year. We Australians downloaded significantly more data during the year across all platforms, with fixed-line broadband accounting for 93% of all data downloaded. The TIO also received 3,982 new complaints about the National Broadband Network, NBN-related matters, and these were over issues such as connection delays, faults and missed appointments. The New South Wales Office of Fair Trading has banned the very popular lunchbox-style butane gas stoves due to safety concerns, including overheating. New South Wales Fair Trading Commissioner Rod Stowe recommends that consumers do not buy portable cookers of this type and go so far as to urge consumers to dispose of any currently in use. This type of cooker, powered by disposable butane aerosol-type gas cartridges, has seen a massive growth in popularity over the past 10 years or so, due mainly to their low cost and convenience. It's fair to say that there would be hundreds of thousands of them in use across Australia. So leave them out of your kit for next weekend's National John Moyle Field Day. Tricky Dicky planning a flying trip. Dick Smith, VK2DIK, plans to go aeronautical mobile in early May over the Nullarbor region of South and Western Australia to check out possible landing sites for a later expedition in VK6. During the May operation, Dick will operate, when practical, on a fixed channel on 20 metres. 14 decimal 146. Are you an amateur radio user? Or user? Whether it be the WIA, your local club, show your support in a tangible way. Support the providers you utilise. WIA Board Talk. Anzac Centenary call sign applications closing. So far, 24 separate events are to be held by clubs and individuals using the WIA granted commemorative Anzac suffix call signs. There are two types, VK100 ANZAC, the national call sign, and VI prefix state or territory call signs that have a state numeral and the ANZAC suffix. The WIA will use VK100 ANZAC in Canberra for special broadcasts on ANZAC Day and December 20, December 20 being the date in 1915 when the Australian and New Zealand Army Corps left Gallipoli. The WIA has been conditionally allowed to use the protected word ANZAC. Applications for these commemorative call signs close around the end of this week, so hop to it. An online application form on the WIA website is available, along with the EQSO logging and other arrangements for all ANZAC stations. On ANZAC Day, one will be VI4 ANZAC at ANZAC Park, associated with the Biloela RSL in central Queensland. The activation has been organised by David McLean, VK4EE, who, although a proud member of that RSL, has been called away to the Inverell New South Wales RSL on the day. 
However, Jim Grimes, VK4OK, has stepped in with a portable station, assisted by Kevin, VK4MKB, Brandon, VK4FAWB, and Ian, VK4FNAA. Do listen for VI4 Anzac on Anzac Day, and that'll be joined on air by many others. Around VK we go, and a reminder that the next Trash and Treasure will be held at the end of the month on Sunday the 29th of March. And the next scheduled Amateur Radio New South Wales Field Day is set down for Sunday, June 28. We move to VK3 and Arduino Day 2015. The Geelong Amateur Radio Club is participating in Arduino Day on Saturday, March 28. Arduino is an open-source electronics platform based on easy-to-use hardware and software and is intended for anybody making interactive projects. Arduino Day is a worldwide celebration of Arduino's birthday. It's a 24-hour event organised directly by the community or by the Arduino team where people interested in Arduino get together, share the experience and learn more. The Geelong Amateur Radio Club will be open on Saturday the 28th of March from 10am with Arduino projects on display, hands-on activities and talks aimed at demonstrating just how easy it is to get started. Want to know more? Just run an internet search for Geelong Amateur Radio Club or, best of all, as with all clubs mentioned on WIA National News, just go to wia.org.au and check out the clubs on the club link. All right, in VK3, of course, the big one is coming up and it's coming up in just two weeks' time. Yes, only two weeks until Melbourne's biggest and best ham fest. The Eastern and Mountain District Radio Club ham fest is rapidly approaching Sunday, March 29, at the Great Ryrie Primary School in Heathmont. The world-famous barbecue, powered by Jack, will once again be cooking up a storm out the front, with breakfast and sausages going all day. Of course, lots of onions. Complimentary tea and coffee is available, and soft drinks can be purchased also. Entry is only $6, with one free raffle ticket, and doors open at 10am. Check out the club's website, www.emdrc. .com.au for more details and we look forward to seeing you there. Thanks, the EMDRC committee. And another ham fest in the Garden State. The Moorabbin District Amateur Radio Club is pleased to announce the 2015 ham fest will be Saturday, May 9, doors opening at 10am. And this year's event will be at Southern Community Centre Rupert Drive, Mulgrave. The Moorabbin Radio Club's annual Hamfest is proud to be Victoria's biggest with displays and sales of new and pre-loved equipment. A must-come, must-see event for anybody interested in radio communications and electronics. Major door prizes, free tea and coffee, light refreshments and a sausage sizzle. Trader table bookings and general inquiries can be made by emailing VK3GL. In VK4, Ingham, North Queensland and Shorty VK4, FABT is coordinator for operations of AX4MS from the Herbert River RSL Club for AM and CW on Anzac Day. The operation is planned to happen on the 25th of April from dawn to dusk on 80, 40 and possibly 20 metres using AM for most of the day and possibly some CW. The local press is said to already be on board with some of the operators involved having a photo opportunity for the Herbert River Express to publicise the event. What use is an F-call? Recently, there was a contest that looked interesting. I participate in contests as a way to speak to many stations, to add countries to my DX list, and to learn about how other people run their station. 
it's a great opportunity to have access to a large number of stations in a short period of time. As part of my preparation for this particular contest, I spent some time reading the rules, so that when I got on air, I'd know what to expect as the exchange, what the other station would say, and what they expected in return, to learn what the point scoring system was, and what I could expect during the contest. The points were allocated in such a way that contacts were only scored between me and the country that originated the contest. In this case, if I made a contact with a station in Canada or the United States, there'd be a point to be made. But if I made a contact with Venezuela or Kenya or the United Arab Emirates, there'd be no points. Just so I'm not mistaken, this is not about me making points. It's about the desirability of people making contact with me. If there's no incentive for a station outside Canada or the USA to make contact with me because there's no points to be had, there'd be no chance of me talking to anyone other than Canada or the United States. So far, I've made two contacts with the USA. One several years ago, 10 watts, squid pole at the ocean to Portland, Oregon, and one more recently with Austin, Texas, with 5 watts on a tri-element beam. Both those contacts were completely out of the blue the latter hard work, especially on the part of the other station. The short of it is, as a result, I didn't actually turn on my radio to try and make contacts. To bring home the error of my ways, I was presented with a video made by Peter, VK3 Yankee Echo, who used a Delta Loop and his 817 to make many contacts with the USA. Of course, he's in VK3 and I'm in VK6, he was on the ocean and I'm at a lake, but even those differences wouldn't have prevented me from making contacts. Inexperienced as I am, I chose not to operate. What a mistake. Propagation was great, activity level was high, contacts were there for the taking. Lesson learnt. If you don't try, you're guaranteed to fail. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima Alpha Bravo. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. With international news, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. IARU Region 1 VHF newsletter charts the future. Region 1 of the International Amateur Radio Union has released its latest VHF UHF microwave newsletter that covers the International Telecommunication Union's 2015 World Radio Communications Conference. The newsletter says agenda items at WRC 2015 includes topics that could affect amateurs in the 5 MHz, 5 GHz, 10 GHz, 24 GHz and 77 GHz bands. The newsletter notes that WRC 2015 also decides the agenda items for the next conference that's slated for 2019. IARU Region 1 has proposals in with the European Conference of Postal and Telecommunications Administrations, or CEPT, concerning potential agenda items for a 50 MHz amateur satellite service allocation and also harmonisation of spectrum at 3.4 GHz. There may be a need to raise the option of a new allocation, such as 1300 to 1310 MHz, in order to mitigate restrictions that are appearing in the existing 23cm band. The ARRL High Frequency Band Planning Committee is recommending band-by-band changes to the overall HF frequency band plan and wants input from ARRL members before April 19th. The proposed changes differentiate among automatically controlled digital stations known as ACDS, narrow, RTTY and data modes having a bandwidth no greater than 500 Hz, 
and wider data modes having a bandwidth up to 2,700 Hz. Singer Sarah Brightman is now training 16 hours a day as part of her mission to fly in space, a gruelling regime which includes four hours a day of Russian language lessons at Star City, a space training facility in Moscow Oblast. Failure is not an option for Brightman, who is tested once a week by Star City's top brass in a verbal exam. Sarah Brightman's fellow astronaut at Dane, Andreas Mogensen, completed his amateur radio licence class on February 23 and has a call sign of Kilo Golf 5, Golf Charlie Zulu. Brightman is expected to take part in a tourist flight to the International Space Station later in 2015. The US amateur radio population continues to soar. At the end of 2014, the total number of US amateurs in the FCC's Universal Licensing System database reached an all-time high of 726,275, and the trend has continued for the first two months of 2015, which saw the total rise to slightly more than 727,000. The figures exclude expired licences that are within the two-year grace period and club station licences. Growth in the amateur radio service in 2014 was steady, according to figures compiled by Joe Speroni, Alpha Hotel Zero Alpha, on his FCC amateur radio statistics webpages. Over the past decade, the number of amateur radio licences in the ULS database grew by some 8.1%. For the first time in the ARRLVEC program's history, they have conducted more than 7,200 amateur radio exam sessions in one year. FreeDV, in the form of a plug-into-your-radio-encoder microphone, is coming, but it won't be free. Codec 2 digital voice developer David Rowe, VK5 Delta Golf Romeo, has announced that the first batch of Model SM1000 units are being built in China right now, and shipping may start later this month. In an item on eHAM, it seems the SM1000 is an embedded hardware product that allows you to run the free DV system without a personal computer. Just plug it into your SSB or FM radio, and you will have digital voice capability. The unit is based on an STM32F4 microcontroller, has a built-in microphone, speaker amplifier, and transformer-isolated interfaces to your radio. Expedition leader comes down under to coordinate VK0 Echo Kilo Heard Island project. The VK0 EK Heard Island expedition organiser and leader, Dr Robert Schmeider, Kilo Kilo 6 Echo Kilo is completing a two-week multi-stop trip to coordinate plans, permits and logistics for the expedition. We get more on this story from Jim Meachin, Zulu Lima 2, Bravo Hotel Fox. Schmider was hosted for several days by team member Jackie Calvo, ZL3CW, in Waihi Beach. They were able to meet with other radio amateurs who will provide support for the expedition, including ZL2IFB, ZL2DX and ZL2AL. The latter will serve as a radio pilot for the de-expedition. 
In Christchurch, KK6EK met with Rodney Russ of Heritage Expeditions, which is providing the vessel. Heritage Expeditions indicated that they can help with certain facilities and logistics that will save the expedition some expenses. In Tasmania, KK6EK met with staff at the Australian Antarctic Division, which will issue the permits. The division indicated that the expedition can expect to receive permission to visit areas of the island normally off-limits to visitors and to make collections of organisms and return with them for laboratory analysis. These activities are critical to the expedition's goal of discovering life in the extremes, so this step gives assurance that the major objective of the expedition can be met. Schmeider reports that these meetings went very well and there is every expectation that the expedition can go forward as planned. In particular, the contract for the vessel is in hand. According to Smider, it is clear that this trip was an essential step to solidify the formal structure of the expedition and the coordination of the team. The next steps are to assemble the cargo, suit up the crew and prepare for takeoff in November. For the Amateur Radio Newsline, I am Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF, reporting from Marybank, Nelson in New Zealand. If you just happen to have access to an older analog shortwave broadcast transmitter and are wondering what to do with it, just ask the Voice of America. That's because it's found a novel use for one of its own and created a program for it as we hear from Kim Andrew Elliott, KD9XB. VOA Radiogram has broadcast its 100th program. VOA Radiogram is an experimental Voice of America program on which digital text modes familiar to amateur radio are transmitted on a 50-year-old analog AM shortwave broadcast transmitter in North Carolina. The half-hour show is on the air four times each weekend. The idea is that shortwave radio can be used to communicate text and images when the internet is disrupted by dictators, disasters, or other factors. In the early weeks of VOA Radiogram, digital modes were tested side-by-side, including the various flavors of BPSK, QPSK, MT-63, Olivia, and Thor. Reports have been received from shortwave listeners and radio amateurs throughout Europe and North America, as well as Latin America and Asia, and even from New Zealand, 14,000 kilometers from the transmitter. Ultimately, it was MFSK that worked best on the shortwave broadcast transmitter. Specifically, MFSK 32 so far provides the best combination of speed, 120 words per minute, and performance under typical shortwave reception conditions. Furthermore, MFSK can be used to transmit images as well as text. Digital text works on any existing shortwave transmitter with no modifications necessary, and it can be received on any radio, including cheap portables with no sideband capability. The results show that digital text via analog shortwave transmitter often results in 100% copy, even in conditions where voice broadcasts are difficult to understand. Digital text via analog shortwave has even been effective against jamming. For more information about the program, including the transmission schedule, visit the website voaradiogram.net. For the Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Kim Andrew Elliott, KD9XB in Arlington, Virginia. Again, the website for more information about VOA Radiogram is at voaradiogram.net. And VOA Radiogram is spelled as one word. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Operational News on Felix, VK4FUQ 2015. 
John Moyle Memorial Field Day, 21st and 22nd of March from UTC 0100 hours Saturday to 0059 hours Sunday. More contesting news, who can forget that it's the Tablelands Radio Group's AMNCW and Anzac Day, 25 April. Harry Angel Sprint, 80 metres, May 2. Trans-Tasman Contest, 18 July from 0800 hours UTC. 1010 International Summer Contest, August 1 and 2. Remembrance Day Contest, August 15 and 16. Oceania DX Contest Voice Full First Weekend in October Oceania DX Contest CW Second Full Weekend in October The Oceania DX Contest is Oceania's only international style contest where contacts with stations all over the globe are able to participate. The Oceania DX Contest is one of the oldest running DX contests in the amateur radio calendar. This contest was previously known as the VKZL Contest until the contest was renamed in 2000 to reflect a desire to increase participation and focus on the entire Oceania region. As far as it can be gathered, the first VKDX contest was held in the mid-1920s, and the contest has existed in one form or another since this time. Up until 2000, the VKZL contest was managed in alternate years by the WIA and the NZART, with some rule changes and log submittal address changes each year. Once management was associated with a single committee made up of both VK and ZL contestors, the rules and structure of the contest have permitted a steady and consistent growth in participation from both international and Oceania contestors alike. New DX contest attracting attention. The Africa All Mode International DX contest is new on the contesting calendar, but is attracting the attention of the DX community. The 24-hour contest runs 12 hours UTC on Saturday and ends at 12 hours UTC Sunday, March the 15th. CW phone and already on 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metres and the exchange is an RS or RST report followed by an incremental serial number commencing at 001. You may work any DX entity but note that QSOs and African entities count 10 points and all other QSOs count 1 point. This is an ideal opportunity to work entities for the All Africa Award and there is probably still time to gather a few numbers today. Special Event Station's Advice Switzerland, HB. HB 125 FMS is active this month to celebrate the 125th Jubilee of the Monte San Salvatore Funicular. Curacao via HB 90CR. Egypt, SU. Active as Ivan, SU 9IG from Cairo until June 15, 2016. Yes, next year, 2016. Activities on 160 to 10 metres using CWSSB and RITI. QSL to Ivan's home call, OM3CGN. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. From Brisbane, it's relayed on 3605 kHz and 147 MHz at 7.30pm Mondays. I'm Bruce, VK4EHT. I'm Brian VK3GR with worldwide special interest group news, beginning with ATV. Ever wanted to operate a camera aboard an interplanetary spacecraft? Well, in May, the webcam on board Mars Express will be available for public imaging requests. The European Space Agency is inviting schools, science clubs and youth groups to submit proposals for one of eight opportunities to image another planet. To Final Frontier, out of this world again. No doubt about it, one of Ham Radio's greatest methods of achieving recognition in the mainstream press is with ARIS, 
or amateur radio aboard the International Space Station. Radio noise, buzz and crackle filled the auditorium at Council Rock South High School as everyone sat on the edge of their seats in this small U.S. community. Then suddenly, a voice broke through the noise, sending a collective gasp through the room filled with more than 300 students, teachers and administrators gathered there to experience the once-in-a-lifetime moment. This is November Alpha 1SS, how do you read me? Over, came the voice of European Space Agency astronaut Samantha Cristoforetti her voice filling the auditorium via the ham radio setup. For seven amazing minutes, as the International Space Station travelled from Georgia to Nova Scotia at a speed of 17,500 miles an hour and at an altitude of more than 200 miles above the Earth, Samantha fielded questions from students about life and work aboard the station. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA, AS-118, Members of the Kuwait Amateur Radio Society will be active as 9K2F from Fadlaka Island until March 16th on the HF bands. You can QSL via 9K2HN. To rescue radio, the Sunraysia 600 off-road event is the first round of the Australian and Victorian off-road championships. Weissen Victoria is looking for operators for Saturday the 11th and Sunday the 12th of April, which is the weekend after Easter. The location is Kira Station, 10 kilometres on the Mildura side of Lake Cullerain, with camping at the start-finish point or another checkpoint. Operators will use 2 metre voice and 70 centimetres for the track packet system. For more details, contact Peter Norris, VK3JUG via email, peter.norris at police.vic.gov.au. Earlier in this newscast, we heard of happenings in CQ and Anzac Day in Billow. Up that way, Ian Wells, VK4FNAA, survived Cyclone Marsha and has told Jackie McKay, the breakfast presenter at ABC Capricornia, that if everyone in the area had have had CB or two-way radios, they could possibly have been even better prepared than they were. The repeaters in Balola cover an area from Rockhampton to Balola and most of central Queensland. Our, our repeaters have survived beautifully through the cyclone because we've got good shed and good other things. One repeater went down because of water damage, but it's been able to be recovered. But without those uh, repeaters in place, people out in the outlying areas, if they've got no phone and no power, if they can get to a two-way in a car, they can still communicate. Yeah, absolutely. And because find out what's going on. Because we've been, of course, through the preparation for cyclone and storm season the message coming out from authorities has been to you know prepare your emergency kit prepare by having a a battery operated radio etc but you'd like to see cbs added to everybody's kit every every kit that i have seen come out or every every time they say what uh what's in a kit and that they never ever say about a two-way radio Mm. and the cost of it I was asked this yesterday, how much is a basic handheld? You can buy them for anything down to $25. Ian, VK4FNAA, also is a national news rebroadcaster. Saturdays at 2300 hours UTC on 7190 on the 40 metre band and on 2 metres at 147.0. A little further north, we arrive in Townsville, where the King of the Hill hill climb happens on Mount Stewart. This is a chance to get out in the field and mix your radio with high-speed organised autosports. Operators will be manning the start and flying finish positions on the Mount Stewart Road. 7.30am start, finished by 3.30pm on Sunday the 29th of March. 
Finally, in Rescue Radio, a great U.S. initiative. Ham Radio course offered free through Office of Disaster Preparedness. West Seneca Office of Disaster Preparedness, South Towns Amateur Radio Society, and Impact America host Ham Radio classes at the West Seneca Emergency Operations Center each Tuesday. Classes will run for seven to eight consecutive weeks. The final class will be a test for technician, general, or extra licenses. Best of all, there's no cost for the class. And that's all from me this week, Brian, VK3GR. This is VK1WIA. All points of contact from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Just about reached the end of WIA National News for another week. A quick look at the social scene. And in March and April, we'll have a look at March 15 was Meet the Voice Barbecue at Ross. March 21 in VK3 D-Star Users Group at the Wood End RSL at 9am. EMDRC's Hamfest, March 29 in VK3. April 5 in VK2, Yurunga Radio Convention. April 11 in VK4, Redfest, the Redcliffe Radio Club event. April 12 in VK6, Harg Swap Meet, 10am, Les Murdy Hall. April 18, Worldwide World Amateur Radio Day. And April 25 in VK3, Anzac Day Radio Afternoon Ballarat Showgrounds and events taking place right around VK. Till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.